woke last night to the sound of thunder How far off I sat and wondered Started humming a song from 1962 And it's funny how the night moves When you just don't seem to have as much to lose Strange how the night moves With autumn closing in Closing in. Yeah. I'm Seeger, Night Loops. Tom Kearney here. It's Friday night. I think it's September. Let me look at this calendar. September. I missed today. It's the 18th. The Tom Kearney Show is on WPTF Monday through Friday nights between 9 and 10, and we try to bring you programs that edify and or entertain. And I'm never real sure what trivia does, but I'm pretty sure there's some education going on in there somewhere. And we're also having a little fun and witnessing that we're glad we made it through another weekend and the weekend begins here. There are different ways we celebrate Friday night, all of them revolving around the idea of some sort of trivial game where you answer a question. And one of our favorite forms of it is name that, that song. It's the kind of thing you do when you're driving along in your car listening and you say quickly each time a song comes on and it hasn't been identified. That's, that's, that's what we're going to ask you to do that tonight. We will play them in uh, sets of three, not, not back-to-back. There will be an intervention, intervention between them. Jason, our producer, will be in charge of that. You will dial up 919-860-9783, 860-WPTF, and tell us the answer, and we will perhaps talk about it and celebrate your victory. There's only one rule. You can't look up the answer. You can't look it up on your magical electronic device. You can't look it up on your computer or your Mac. You cannot look it up even on a uh, book, in a book that you get down off the shelf, or you crawl into the back of the closet and find a stack of 45s, and now you know who actually sang Lavender Blue. So you, the only help you can get can be from another human being, and they can whisper it. Well, actually, they can say it as loud as they want to. Whispering is, is nice. So in your ear, is somebody helping you wash the dishes in the workshop you're riding along the road. Be careful if you call while you're riding along the road, But uh, and, and, and we'll have a little fun. And so that's it. And so having said that, if Jason is ready, Jason, are you ready? I'm ready, Tom. He says he's ready, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, so we're going to get him all fired up, and we're going to play the first of uh, Section 1 of tonight's songs. And remember, you need to call and, and fill in the circle, to complete the circle. So it will not be unbroken, as the, the dirt band would have said. Uh, and uh, tell us who is singing or reciting or whatever this song is what the group's name, name is, and what the name of the song is. Jason, let's play 0056. Okay, that's good. What we usually try to do, as Jason did then, and he's learned to do this well, is to chop it off before the vocal begins. Sometimes we sneak a little bit of that in, and if he gets in, it's all right. 
uh, it's a kind of way of giving you a hint. So that's number one, 919-860-WPTF, 919-860-9783. And don't be bashful. And if you've never called before, tonight's a good night to start. Here's number two. And if you don't call, I'll be here hanging out all by myself. And that's just not a good thing on a Friday night. Uh, 919-860-WPTF, that's number two. And here is number three. Okay, there it is. 919-860-WPTF. It's Friday night. It's September 18th. And... uh, as Bob Seger mentioned in the beginning, as he said, listening to a song from 1962, Autumn was closing in. And it is, and we're going to sit here and watch it and listen to these songs and see if we can identify who's singing them and what the name of the song is. Jason, do we have anybody on the line as yet? We do. We have Todd on the line. Todd on the line. Todd, ladies and gentlemen, is a member of our radio family and takes a great deal of pride in being first. And many times he is the first to call. Todd, good evening. Good You're evening, on WPTF. Tom. How are you? I'm fine, Todd. How about yourself? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Okay. You survived all the rain then? Yeah. We really dodged a bullet. Oh, we've been dodging them lately, so don't talk about that. Because <laughs> when you talk about it, you, you jinx us, and we run out of things. And we're still just barely past the middle of the of the hurricane season. We've still got October, which is sometimes an active month. And then there's, there's November, too. But anyway, we're playing name that song tonight, and you're going to name one of those first three songs. I'm going to take the second one in the list, and that is uh, Happy Together by the Turtles. Right. Do you remember when that was popular? Are you old enough? Oh, sure. Sure, yeah, yeah, because I, well, it's it's interesting you mentioned that, because uh, tomorrow is my birthday, and I'll be turning 58. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, yes. I would have been probably four or five years old when that that song came out, so I remember from back then. Yeah, well, turtles. The turtles were a British group, weren't they? No, they were American. Were they American? Okay, this yes. is why I need some help. Well, this is why I need Stephen around. Is he? He he's like he's about your age too, and he he remembers these songs and can help me fill fill in in my weak spots. The turtles then and happy together. All right. Well, I hope that's that's how your life is, Todd, and hope that's how your weekend is in particular. And I want you, if you can, possibly stay awake until ten o'clock now. And, and listen, listen, listen to the whole thing. Well, I don't know, man. You know, just yeah, it's going to be kind of hard to push it, you know, I, for well, me. I want to know that people to know I'm not picking on you. These are private jokes <laughs> that we've developed over the last 30 years and so on. But, but uh, have a nice weekend, okay? And remember, it's going to be a little cooler, so you may need an extra blanket, okay? Oh, I tell you, I'm looking forward to this this type of year. That's what I'm saying. I, when you get into uh, May and October, to me, that's my, my two favorite months of the year for the weather. Well, I understand October's the one that I want to get here because I right. uh, I just I just like the way when and I was commenting to Mrs. Carney that not many leaves have fallen where I am and that's something that usually has taken place by now and changed color and all that so we've had kind of mild transitions from season to season right, we're going to have the weather guy on uh, this week we'll have to ask him about that if that's that unusual Todd take care okay. I will, Tommy. You take care of yourself. All right. Todd is our seed caller for tonight. It's all when you get the first one, 
in the bag that that other folks feel free. They know we're we're not bad people, and that we have a little fun and maybe a little conversation and make a radio hour go by. And if you're driving, miles go by pretty quickly. Jason, do we have another person? No one as of now. Okay, if you know the name of any of the the remaining two songs, and what we may do after we take, well, why don't we play them? the two that we already have, and then we can just go right into the break from there. How about that, Jason? Sounds good to me. Okay, well, we'll review the first two, and somewhere after that we'll go into another section, another three. So if you didn't know these, you'll have an opportunity. But these are the ones that are on the board right now. And if you don't know that one, try this one. right back after this. I'm Tom with the Friday Night Trivia Fest and an opportunity to name that record. Uh, I'm told that Anthony is waiting, and Anthony, just just uh, hold on for, take a deep breath and hold on, because I think what we ought to do, Jason, is put the next three out there so people can be queuing up and be ready to follow Anthony onto the board. So if you're ready, let's let's run through these quickly, and then we'll we'll jump on Anthony, and he can tell us which one he wants to to identify. Are you ready? I'm ready, Tom. Go for it. It's from a musical. I think it's one of the most popular movie musicals of all time and two outstanding stars, and it's always entertaining. I think it came out in the 80s. Okay, here's number two. Okay, that song was popular when I was in high school, and I had never heard it, and uh, some beach rat from Goldsboro who spent a lot of time at the Pavilion in Atlantic Beach said it was on the jukebox there, and so I guess that's why it was popular. But it's it's here on the show tonight. We need to know uh, uh, the song and uh, the person who's performing it. Okay, here's number three. Now you got to remember, I've been doing this a long time, and I used to work at NC State, and I'd go to the library, and the lady who worked at the circulation desk there, her name was the same as this song. And in fact, when I go to my doctor, there's a lady there who takes you in, and her name is the same. So uh, it's just always kind of frozen in my mind, but I want to know who's doing it, and what's the name of the song. 919-860-9783. This is uh, Anthony from Broadway, North Carolina. Um. I'm listening, Anthony. You doing okay? Yeah, I, I thought you, you you left me there for a second. No, I'm doing fine. I was, everything's pretty cool tonight. Uh, Good. We well, should... I was thinking about taking the third one from the first one, but now you play the third one from the second set. It's Randy and the Rainbows and Denise from 1963. Okay, you, you, could, you that's legitimate. So now, if nobody retires the third one from the first set, we're going to hold it against you because you're the man who could have done it and, and didn't do it. But 
Randy and the Rainbows and Denise. And there was a Denise who worked at the circulation desk at the DHL library. And there is a D Denise that I, in fact, I, I didn't see her this week, but she, uh, when I went to see my physician, but she's one of those who takes people in, you know, says, well, let me see your papers. When is your appointment? And <laughs> those kinds of things. Well, uh, Todd told his birthday a while ago, and I was five years old when Denise was on the radio. But you remember it, uh, But I do. Did you listen to it on Kicks? I used to listen to it on WKX and WDNC out of Durham. My grandmother had a radio she kept on WDNC, and after her program went off and the news from CBS was on there, then they'd have pre-Beatles rock and roll. I remember remember that. They were one of the first stations that I identified in my mind as an oldie station. Right. And, uh, yes, I remember exactly what you're talking about. They are, uh, we're, we're, I'm talking a lot these days. Uh, if you listen, I don't know if you listen on other nights and trivia night, but WPTF will be uh, 96 on Tuesday. And WDNC came on about 10 years after WPTF did, uh, I think 1934. Yes, I, I heard your show. And one thing I wanted to make note of, uh, I don't think y'all got around to the after after midnight programs, but I remember that there were two of them. Hap Hansen did Interstate 68 Uh, in the mid-70s to probably the early 80s when CB radio was out. But before that, I'm pretty sure it was the Holiday Inn-sponsored midnight to 5 o'clock. So uh, I I would hear this lady say, I'm Dottie Holiday." the Holiday Inn show, and I thought, huh, okay. That was a syndicated show, and it was heard on a lot of big broadcasters, you know, 50,000-watt stations around the country. But uh, Okay. And it was it was taped, and, uh, and it was ah. syndicated. But uh, Dolly Holiday was, in fact. And uh, the late uh, Hap Hansen, of course, was uh, someone to behold. And Tony, and uh, he's one of our favorite people. Uh, and uh, he's, of course, passed away now. But he did... Interstate 68 until WPTF picked up a show done by a guy named Larry King, and that's what what replaced him. I remember that. And uh, but then any and then after Larry left to go to be on TV, Jimbo came on, and you could still hear him every night, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, Jim Bohannon and so on. But you, yeah. you remember, remember Larry, you could. The Larry King show is where I first found out that John Lennon had been shot and killed. So. Uh, at, in front of the Dakota, I think. Uh, in, yeah, exactly. In New York. Strawberry fields forever. Right. Anthony, thanks for, for being there. I, I know I can always count on you. You know, when you do this, you crawl out on the limb hoping somebody will call. And there are two or three of you that I'm pretty sure you'll call. So I, and I appreciate it. But I also like the new people who wander in. And, and uh, exactly. this is the first time I've ever called. But thank you. Take care. All right. Um, hopefully we get that cool weather coming and you have a great weekend. Okay, yeah, i got to learn how to turn the furnace on first. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank Bye. you, Anthony. Okay. Bye. That, that is closer to true than you imagined. But uh, 919-860-9783, uh, we've got, uh, let's see, from the first set, uh, uh, we've got uh, one, two, I think, left. And from the second set, uh, we have two left, I believe, also. And uh, one of them is very easy, and one of them is impossibly hard. And so uh, I don't know what to do. Should we repeat them? Uh, 
uh, Jason, or should we put another set on the board? I think probably we should repeat. Well, we can repeat them. You do have someone on hold, Wayne okay. from Raleigh. Wayne from Raleigh. Okay, let's take Wayne, and then we'll we, we'll cogitate on what we should do for our next move. Wayne, good good evening. You're on WPTF. Yep. All right. I got an answer to to the third one from the first set, and that's Midnight Confessions by the Grassroots. Yes, that sounds like the kind of song you would have liked. And, and yeah, I, I like the Grassroots. You like grass? Well, that's what I what I was was working on there. Uh, uh, but anyway, and the first one I'm familiar with, but I can't name it. Okay. Well, we usually only let you have one, but after a while, sometimes we give them away for free because. Somebody needs to get them, or we'll have a really messy deck here, you know, with songs left over that nobody knew. Tonight's group... Well, you have a good evening, Tom. I'll let you go. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right. Tonight's bye. group of songs, I think, I would rate as fair to Midland. And that is, they're not the hardest ones, but they're not the easiest ones either. Last week's was, I think, a fairly hard group. Uh, Jason, do we have somebody else on the line? Yep, we got Rob from Cary. Rob from Cary. How are you, Rob? Hey Tom, doing great, man. How you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. You called and I'm here, and uh, and it's it's cool. Yeah, I'm and glad it's to always rain. hear you. you. I've been listening to you for since I lived in Cary for 34 years, so yeah. you're I can't tell you how many enjoyable nights I've had listening to you. So well, thanks I, for everything. We'll have to record that and play it, or just make sure the boss <laughs> hears it, or something like that. Well, uh, out in Cary, which one of these songs are you going to identify? Well, number three from the first three, I think I, I'll give it a shot if uh, if it's still out there. Actually, somebody actually already got that one, number three from the first set. But you oh, can really? do it. Okay. You can... Well, it was grass. I was all with uh, Jason there, so it was a grassroots, right? Yeah, it was the grassroots midnight confession. Yeah. There, okay, there you go. Well, that was sorry, man. I, I don't. I have no, no idea. No, about no, no. I'm glad, look, look the, the songs are just a a ruse to get you to call up. What we really want to do is talk. Uh, do you know another <laughs> one of these? Uh, no, I had, I didn't, I, 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 the first one sounds like somebody like Lulu or somebody like that, but I don't know, I, I don't, I can't remember the name of the song. Okay. What is your favorite so, uh, song, and then I'll let you go. My favorite song? Yeah. Oh, wow, that'd be a hard thing to answer. I don't know. I'm not uh, sure. You know, there are two kinds, I'm going to tell you a, a fact that I have deducted, uh, uh, in a scientific way, there are two kinds of people, the kind of people who know what their favorite song is and the kind of people who do not. I mean, there's nothing wrong with right. either one of them. Some people just don't think like that, you know. Well, well I heard a guy I heard a, a guy interviewed one time. He was the lead singer for Steppenwolf. His name yep. was John Kay. And uh, he was interviewed, and they said, what's your favorite song? And he said, the song I'm listening to right now. Right. That's not a bad answer. Steppenwolf. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. That, okay, well. We'll see if we can't play one here, and, and let that be let that be your favorite song. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, Tom. Have a good weekend, okay. buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's a nice thing for us. It might be the kind of time uh, that we could play the second set again, because I think uh, only Randy and the Rainbow have been identified. The other two are, one of them is perfectly, perfectly obvious, I think, and it was in one of the most popular movies of all time. And the other one, uh, you'd have to be... You'd have to be on the edge to know it, but I found out there's always somebody on the edge, so I, I don't disregard that. Let's play the two that are left from number two, Jason. Tom, would you like to start with the uh, one remaining from the first set? Yeah, let's do that. We'll have three. Okay, that's good. Good, good idea. Oh, 
one, and that's a good opening, too, because it's identifiable. It probably, not another song sounds like that. That's from the first set. Now, tell us the title of that. Okay, here's number two. I think she's wearing a slinky black, isn't that Jason, a slinky black outfit, kind of tight, you know, and she's, she's kind of teasing the, the, the teenage boy there. Uh, I believe so, Tom. I yes. think, uh, uh, but we won't say who they were. But uh, anyway, they're a couple. Okay, let's see, do we have time? Well, we got one more. This is, this is the one that I, I told you about that, that was on one jukebox at Atlantic Beach or someplace like that. Uh, uh, but uh, it... Uh, Got onto the, our schedule. Okay, kill that. Now let's go right to the next set. Let's see if we can play three of them in a minute, okay? Number one. You should know that. Here's number two. This guy had more number one songs in the 50s, and of course it was a much more primitive way of counting them then, than anybody else. And I had to ask Jason what the name of that song was, because I forgot to write it down, but I knew he was singing it. But if you know the name of that one, and here is one that came out about 1960, that is, uh, just Go ahead and play it. Okay, I'm told if you're in a certain airport in West Texas, you'll hear that song. We'll be back after the news. Four at WPTF. It is Friday night. It is, uh, if I got it right, it's September the 18th. And uh, this is on the Tom Kearney Show, the, the trivia edition, where we're playing Name That Song tonight. We play a little bit of a song, and you call in and tell us who's singing it or who did it or what the group was, and maybe engage in a little conversation about it, uh, any memories you may have to enliven the, the audience so that people are driving down the the road or sitting at home or wherever are mildly entertained. And, and these, these days when we are quarantined, we need some at least mild entertainment to, to, to listen to and something that, that people want to listen to. And that's the principle that we are operating on. Well, just before we went away, we played three of our songs that you have the opportunity to name. We're going to repeat them now because we went through them in haste. If you know the name of the song and the the, the singer of any one of these, give us a call at 919-860-9783. Jason? No. Kind of an unusual sound there. I often wondered how they produced it. I believe that's an English singer, but I'm not sure, Brit. Uh, but I'm sure the person who will know the name of the person and the song will know know if that is in fact the case. Okay, here's number two. He had about 10 hits in the 50s, and uh, I think that's the most of any one particular singer. 
the way they, they graded the hits on Billboard's charts at that time. And what we need to know is his name and the name of that song. And here is an epoch-making record. In the early days of rock and roll single records, they thought a record longer than two and a half minutes would not sell. And this is the one that broke it. Love to hear that. All we need to know is the guy's name and the name of the song. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. I am told that Ron, who lives in Cary, is awaiting, and he knows the name of one of our songs. Well, I think I do. Oh, that's good. And, and it's the one that has to do about poor Felina. Ah, oh, Felina, Felina. Yeah. I wonder. You know, for years I didn't realize it was Felina. I thought it was. Something else. Oh, maybe, maybe I've heard. No, 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 no. You're, you're right. I looked it up. I looked up the lyrics, and there, there they are. But uh, <laughs> well, anyway, that's Marty Robbins way out there in El Paso. Right. Uh, he, he made all those uh, gun, gunfighter songs. And, and right. Things. In fact, I got his album called Gun, yeah, Gunfighter, gunfighter Ballads, Ballads or something like that. Yeah. 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 I always enjoyed, it. and that was. I don't mean to be off color, but that was in the disc jockey business when things weren't as automated. It's called a bathroom record because mm-hmm. you had time to go to the bathroom that, while it was playing. That, that's right. And after six <laughs> hours, you're really welcome to find El Paso out there. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> well, and I don't, and I certainly don't mean to be crude, but that just, that's one of those facts of life. And as you said, you've heard it before. And, uh, but, yeah, that, that that means. Oh gosh, I don't know if I should. I've never told you this before, but anyway, I was working at a radio station as an engineer helping out the engineers as they were moving a studio from downtown Battle Creek out to the transmitter site, so they needed a little relief because I had a day job. But anyway, one of the things you had to do was go out and read the base current readings at the Three Towers. And the night that I remember was that uh, snow was almost up to my knees. Oh. And, you know, those towers are way out there. Right. And uh, so I go to the first tower, yep. Got the bass current reading. I can hear the music playing. I go to the second one. Yep, everything's okay there. I get to the third one as I approach it because we have a speaker in all of the towers, a little shack in the bottom. There was no sound. And I, oh, that meter wasn't moving at all. So anyway, I got back in there. I had to work hard to get back in, and the phone was ringing. And it was the fellow downtown on the board, and uh, he said, are we off the air? I'm going to get a lot of phone calls. And I said, yes, we are. He said, oh, well, good. Well, listen, take a, take a lot of time to get back on the air because I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of those inside radio. What were the call letters of the station? Do you remember? W- WBCK. They were kind of the, the WPTF of the Battle Creek area. Well, that's, that's wonderful. I, I'm glad to know that about you. I, I guess I suspected that uh, I always felt uh, you put off good vibes and, and, and so on. <laughs> Did you ever listen to WWJ when you were up there? Uh, I yeah, I I tuned that in. Yes, I sure did. And and uh, oh yeah, a lot of those uh, those stations. In fact, well, I'll tell you. You got time for me to tell you another little bit more? Sure. Okay. Uh, well, when that job finished uh, uh, up, and I was asked, yeah, could you come back and you know help us out once in a while if you know if if we we, we need? I said yeah, but that didn't happen because I went down to the hill to another radio station that had just come on the air. Well, I said, just come, yeah, it was recently just on the air, I guess uh, a month or two, and then they came on the air, 
the day that President Kennedy was shot. Oh. What, a, what a time to start your business. But, uh, but anyway, I went down there, and uh, uh, I knew a little bit about the station. It was owned by a minister, and my wife's grandparents had gone to this minister's church until they moved back to where they had, had you know, their original hometown. And but anyway, I walked in there, and uh, you know, instead of looking, you know, an engineering, part-time engineering job because I had a day job, and uh, uh, he said, "Well, yeah." I said, "I really need to get help this guy because this guy today is in here from sign on to sign off, and he, you know, and he was running the board." And uh, so anyway, he said, "Well, would you do this for me? Read this little spot here." And it was a smoky bear spot. And I thought, well, why am I reading this? But I read it. And uh, the two, the owner and the fellow that was on the air, looked at each other through the glass of the little studio we were standing in. And they smiled at each other, and they each put their thumbs up. And what I didn't know is that went out over the air. And the results of all of that is I worked there at the station for, on Saturdays for four years before uh-huh. moving to... I knew it was going to have a happy ending. Well, I'm going to say one thing, and then I better go. Uh, okay. The reason I mentioned WWJ is it's one of the stations that is a uh, that has a has a card in the game to be the oldest station in the U.S. Uh, ah. along with KDKA in Pittsburgh. Because mm-hmm. it, it had all the licenses and everything, you know, uh, in, in line when they went on the air. But anyway, Ron, Ron, thank you so much. All right. Well, have a good night. I'll think about you at breakfast tomorrow. Morning. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay. That is, ladies and gentlemen, what you say to somebody from Battle Creek, Michigan. And from uh, from the Sir Walter Hotel is here. And good evening. Good evening to you, Tom. I already said good evening to Jason. Well, good. <laughs> good. It's good. It keeps him, keeps him mild-mannered and easy to get along with. <laughs> well, we enjoyed the pleasant conversation. Well, good. Good. Well, what well, do you know tonight? I have to say that Ron stole my thunder, but Larry and I have talked it over, and we're going to try another one. Okay. okay. So we think one of the songs is The Big Hurt. You're right. Oh, it is good. Okay, now we're we're guessing again on who did the song, but we think it's Etta James. Uh, no, uh, the name I wrote down, and I can barely read my handwriting, is Tony Fisher. Say that again? Tony, it's a female, T-O-N-I, Fisher yeah. is what I wrote Tony, down. Tony Fisher. No, we don't know her. But we like the song anyway. Right. Well, it could. I mean, it might have been Edna James, but she had not made her her signature song yet, which is? No, don't do that to me. Don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> no, well, if you've been to a wedding in the last 10 years, you probably heard it at last. Oh, yes. Hmm. That was not at my wedding. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not going to ask you either. So, well, tell, tell, tell. Well, your... just let me just say that that uh, when Larry walked down the aisle, uh, I had the Marine Corps hymn played. Well, that's good, uh, and I know he's a vet, so that was a meaningful thing to him. Mm-hmm. Well, All of the music that was played was very, very personal to the both of us. Well, that, that's that's uh, probably Nothing the way it ought to be. Nothing traditional for me. <laughs> well, that's probably the way that it ought to be, and I and I know it was a memorable occasion, and it is something, ladies and gentlemen, that has happened since Anne has been a listener to this program. Yes, it has. So uh, 
as a messenger. And you can tell your audience that it was Larry who brought me together with you. Oh, I know. He was a regular listener, and he, and if you're the one that calls, and he whispers stuff in your ear while. Uh, anyway, yes. we, we, we had, I, I'm, I'm going to get lost here if I don't stop right now. So. <laughs> okay. And thank you so much. Well, Tom, you have a great weekend, all right? Both of you take care, okay? You too. That's Bye-bye. Andy and Larry, almost newlyweds. Uh, Tom Kearney show, Friday night. Yeah, it is Friday night. Let's see what the clock says. It says 945. We ought to play another set. We ought to play another set. And... Uh, Tom, you actually have two on hold if you'd like to take hold. those. Okay, okay we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll take the two on hold right after this, these messages, and then we'll play another set, okay? Yo! Tom Kearney Show, 947 on W... Nice, actually almost 948, so let's credit that. And I'm told by Jason, who is our producer, that Richard in Wake Forest thinks he knows the answer to some question. Richard, Hello, Tom. How are you tonight, Richard? Oh, I'm doing great. I um, finally get to talk to you on the phone. Uh, I've lived here since 93, <clears throat> and I always enjoy your program. Right. Is this your first call? It's my first call in 27 years, yeah. Welcome. Well, you finally got around to it. That's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> now, yes, we, well, you, you played one of my favorites, and that was um, You're the One That I Want by... Um, Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, she, and yeah, she was wearing them black tight pants. She's certainly flirting with him, too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've, I've think, never been a big I fan. I think told the story that they had to schedule that at the right time between lunch break or something because she couldn't be eating lunch with them pants. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get in the, in the clothes. I've never <laughs> been a big fan of John Revolta, but that is probably my favorite thing, that mm-hmm. particular one, that role. You know, you know, Tom, I'm from the Chicago area, and uh, we we were, but I I grew up in Central Illinois, where we listened to KXOK out of St. Louis. All right. And then, and then we listened to in Chicago, we listened to WCFL WLF. Right. Um, I listened to WLF. And, uh, Actually, both of those you, CFL was the Chicago Federation of Labor. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what it stands for. One thousand on your dial, and WLS was eight ninety, I believe. And that's what we listened to down here after nine. One thousand. You're right. After, oh, yeah, and, and then the 890, yep. Yep, I used to listen to Dick Biondi on, on WLF. I, that's what I was going to mention, Dick Biondi. He, um, I, I discovered him not probably in the last five years um, on YouTube. There, They did a, a video of the Chicago sound during the um, 60s British Invasion era. You know, yeah. there was a Chicago sound that wasn't like the band Chicago, but it, they all had brass, you know, like the crying shape or... Um, well, I'm going to ask you one question, and then I've got to move to the next guy. Did you ever listen to Ed Swartz? No, I missed that one. He was a talk show guy, and he had a really bad voice, but he really, he loved Chicago, and he knew everything about Chicago. Well, did you know about KXOK and uh, the uh, Johnny Rabbit, who was the DJ during the Beatle era? And he started the Johnny Rabbit Army, and he would give a card out like you were a colonel or a sergeant or something in the Army. And... No. Um, and he used to interview George Harrison's sister, who lived in Illinois, Louise Harrison Caldwell, to okay. keep up on all the latest Beatles stuff. Okay, I did not know that, but this is how I learned things. KXOK and St. Louis. I used to listen to KMOX a lot because I liked the Cardinals, but that, that yeah. was about as far as I went. Well, and, thank and I, you. I found out. I found out later that Harrison had been to the U.S. before the Beatles came here, uh, visiting his sister. 
guitar here in, in Illinois. Not a sitar, but a guitar. Well, now you've got to uh, you can't, you've got to make this not your last call from Chicago. Or, okay. I've always loved that they call it Chicago Land, and of course. That means everything from Gary, Indiana, to somewhere in Wisconsin, you know. And I was born in Hammond, and so was my parents, and grandparents on both sides were still in the Hammond area. It's probably a steel mill in there somewhere. Uh, a what? A steel mill. <laughs> and there's a guy named Gene oh, Shepard. Yeah, who, yeah uh, my, my grandfather worked at Standard Oil, and also in some family worked at U.S. Steel, yep. Yep. Well, you just watch out for bad, bad Leroy Brown on the south side, and you'll be all right. Take care. I'm still a... I'm still a Bears fan. Go Bears. Go Bears. Okay. <laughs> the oldest <laughs> professional football team there is. Lou, how are things in Rocky Mount now? Good evening, Tom. Doing well tonight. Thought I'd call in and try to answer the very first uh, song of the evening. And if I'm not mistaken, that is Tell Him by the Exciters. Is that correct? That is correct. Did you win a bet? Yeah. Uh, the Exciters were one of the uh, black girl groups of the early 60s, and along with the Shirelles and the Marvelettes, uh, were very influential to the Beatles. To the Beatles, and as a matter of fact, the Exciters were an opening act for the Beatles in their '64 tour of America, and they were just as exciting as their name implied. A uh, very sexy ladies, fantastic performers, and. Um, it was during a brief layover in Key West during that tour that a photograph of John Lennon in the same swimming pool with the Exciters uh, splashed national headlines. And in the South, uh, people were shocked by the scene of a white man and these black women in a pool together. But uh, Lennon uh, obviously never apologized. In fact, Paul McCartney and John had threatened to cancel the, the show the next evening in Jacksonville, Florida, the Gator Bowl because they heard it might be a segregated venue. But on the night of uh, the show, the Gator Bowl was a scene of racial harmony because the Beatles held out and did the show. But the Exciters were part of that 64 bill ah. in the, in the, with the Beatles. Did not know this. I'm trying to think of the... Uh, of the, the it, was, it was a stage show, and then they made a movie of it. Ellen Green was in it, uh, and Steve Martin. It was the one about... The, the plant that keeps saying to feed me, Seymour. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I didn't really catch that time. A movie about what? It's a, um, a it's a movie about a plant that uh, that uh, somehow gets loose and and it it keeps saying feed me, Seymour. Seymour is the guy that that has it. Uh, anyway, it, it, I should know more than I know. But I just remember that each of the scenes in it is set off by three black women singers, and they usually have names like Shirley and or the Orlon, and, and and they're obviously named after black women's groups who were very popular at the time. And so, but, yeah, uh, um, you know, your previous caller had mentioned that George Harrison briefly visited his sister up around the Chicago area in a little town in Illinois prior to the Beatles making national headlines or worldwide headlines, and they were already fairly popular in England, but America had never heard of them. And when he visited his sister, he, he kind of went down to the local club and picked some guitar with some local people, and they, they didn't even know who he was. They just thought he was just, a, you know, a young kid that played guitar. And 
And of course, uh, once he left, uh, the Beatles became enormously popular. But yeah, that's true. Uh, George Harrison had visited his sister up around Chicago, land in a small little town up there in Illinois prior to the Beatles becoming a sensational uh, hit artist. So, yeah. Well, now this is how I learned things. I know that uh, I, I was just reflecting because I'm a radio freak that most of the southern part of Illinois is really more oriented towards St. Louis than it is towards Chicago. And and uh used to be called Egypt land because of, uh, it was oriented toward the south, too. But, but I, I'm not surprised that John Lennon didn't make the business about the swimming pool and Key West bother him at all. And uh, there's a really well, good... I say congratulations to WPTF. You say 96 years old? 96. September 22nd, 1924 is when I think it was supposed to have first signed on as a kind of entity. Uh, it, it wasn't exactly like it is today, and in fact, that wasn't even the call letters. I think it was WFHQ or FHD or something like that. And it finally got wasn't around Donna, to... Wasn't Donna Mason one of the first uh, female talk hosts um, in in radio there? I, in, in Raleigh, yes, I think so. I think so, if I you're talking about Raleigh. Uh, uh, but... Uh, uh, that's about the the edge of my my history, as a matter of fact. In fact, uh, Blue, it's time to go because. Uh, okay, well, good talking to you, Tom, and have a wonderful, cool uh, autumn weekend. Thank, thank you. you. Jim Crutchy is in the in the in the uh, on the stage, and he's going to sing. And we'll talk to you again on Monday night. Okay. You can keep the dime.